It's Sportsfeld episode 11. And I'm going to address probably the only complaint we've had about the whole show. People say we don't say who's talking enough. You believe that? Is there a problem telling the difference? Evidently there is. Weird. I am your host, Andrew Zuber. The Zoops on Twitter. Your boy, The Zoops. Welcome to Sportsfeld, episode 11. Uh, it's been two weeks since uh, a show. No big deal. Things happen. Life happens. Life happens. True speak. It's a good movie. Uh, no, it's not. What is? Life happens? Life happens. I've never seen it. I think it's with Queen Latifah. <laughs> it wouldn't be this show if we didn't get off topic about <laughs> a movie no one's seen. <laughs> uh, excellent lineup of, 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 tele- of, not television, of radio. Radio? Yeah. Podcast magic coming up. <laughs> Uh, we've all had two beers, so it's going to be a mess. <laughs> uh, the breakout star of the podcast, the hottest young writer in the city, the the gatekeeper of the crown jewel of Toronto, Mr. Toronto FC, DeBang Desai is here. What's going on, guys? It's great to see you. It's great to see you guys as well, actually. Is it nice? Uh, it's a long weekend. That's right. Uh, the sun is out. It's not frigidly cold anymore, so... This is, this is timeless weather stuff that will last forever. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, actor, writer, socialite, producer, free man, ha. Jake Goldsby. I like that Devang finally has a tag. Oh, yeah. Mr. Toronto FC, I like that. And you're no longer allowed to scoff at your intro. That's true. Because you have no, doubled down <laughs> on actor, writer, producer, socialite being your actual career. Yeah, that's that's a decision. I was like, you know, this is, seems like a smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a sports fun intro, which has been my whole life. Uh, how has your week been? It's been quite nice, actually. Looking yeah. for an apartment. No uh, doubt. Both nice and also the worst thing in the world. Oh, no kidding. Like, exciting. Be like, oh, these places could be really nice. And then like, oh, I didn't get any of them. Grown so, man things. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Also joining us, uh, Raptor blogger, NBA specialist, and just conniving, cunning sportsman. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Casciaro is here. What's going on, guys? It is great to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you guys. Been waiting for this day for a while. <laughs> Joey Cash. A lot of smiling faces in the booth today. Well, we've, we, again, I said we've all had two beers. <laughs> That's true. Joe Cash is the first person to uh, harass me via email to get on the show. It's very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Episode three, you were like, yeah, I'm getting on this pretty quick. Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to dive right into Joe's specialty. NBA playoffs have been set. They are coming up. I am excited because the NBA playoffs are amazing. Uh, what are you guys thinking? I'm so I think from a, a personal perspective, as we live in the city in Toronto, and we are gearing up. We for, the North. We the North. Oh, great gearing, ad. Great. D- ad. Ridiculous. It As, was. It ridiculous. was well cut. Actually, amazing. Though. That was very well cut. Even uh, the most cynical among us had yeah, to go. Man, that so was really good. not. Not to go on a bit of a tangent. The people who hate on Drake for representing Toronto can go die somewhere. It's not very us. cold. Not, not, us. not this Respe- Respect this man. Uh, second of all. I think we're a bit nervous. There's a nervous energy in the city. You can feel it. The Raptors are back finally in the playoffs, but the matchup and the way it happened that Brooklyn kind of sewered themselves to play us. I am straight up terrified. Fuck it. They got this. <laughs> I like that. So, Cash, the one thing I asked, though, is like, I know experience is one thing and it's not measured in, in terms of value, but you look at that Brooklyn team, there's a lot of wise sages in there compared yeah, to this, this green, this green Toronto you, team. Kevin, Here's Kevin Garnett, the screaming maniac. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. They've got the Nets, they have the experience. And I think that's obvious. They've got, like, I'm pretty sure Pierce and Garnett, just one of them has more playoff experience than the entire Raptors roster combined. And I guess that means something, but it doesn't really. That's true. That's the thing. At the end of the day, 
I mean, the Raptors have been the best team in the East for the last four months. Better than Miami and Indiana since the trade. And the Nets have been pretty damn good for the last three months. I think it's it's two good teams going in. One's younger, one's older. I think the better team's going to win, but I don't think it's going to come down to experience. I don't think... My, my one thing would say is, like... Um, we know play, fouls are being called differently in the finals. Yeah. So, so imagine Paul Pierce going against Demar Derozan. I feel like Demar, when that first quarter, second quarter, he's like, "I'm not going to get to the free throw line as easy as I used to." Paul Pierce makes money off cheap chintzy fouls. That's what he Herky does. Jerky garbage on the. That's what he does. I'm not saying that's the matchup that'll define the series, but. Paul Pierce kills us for some reason, and what he I'm, always has. What I'm worried about is, I remember the last time the Raptors played the Nets in the playoffs, which was 2007, I want to say? Six? Seven, uh, 2007, yeah. 2007. And going in, there was lots of talk of exactly this. The Raptors were, no one on the team had been in the playoffs. The Nets weren't the most experienced, but had considerably more than the Raptors team. And the first game at home... The Raptors fucked up because they put everyone in the stands in orange jerseys. And Nets were wearing, yeah. Nets oh were wearing those colors. <laughs> and they just got fucking shelled in game one. And I worry if that happens again, I think the Raptors are in real trouble. But but that being said, if this Raptors team comes out as... And I think this Raptors team is a lot more hard-nosed than that Raptors team was. If they come out exactly like that and win game one in Toronto then the series is almost over yeah and that's what I was going to get to too is I think that 2017 like we all remember that bad memories I think Garbo. with that 2017 though I think there were signs throughout the season that they might have been more lucky than good like uh, they were a losing team on the road they didn't do well against the West that season I think their point differential which usually is a good indicator of a team was only like plus 1.0 so wasn't there the whole was that the first year of the TJ Ford Jose Colorado yeah exactly yeah. yeah whereas this year you look at it and it's like uh, this Raps team is actually pretty damn good like they've again best record in the East since the trade they outscore opponents by over four points a game like that's a really good point differential uh, over 500 on the road they tied with Miami for the best road record in the East they had a winning record against the West like it just it seems that everything this year they kind of passed the smell test sure whereas that 2007 team and I'm with you like I, I have bad memories of that too and a bit of a bad feeling but I just feel like we're talking two different teams like this is an actually good young team and whereas that wasn't over their head possibly the biggest difference Jason Kid is the coach of the Nets, which works heavily in the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, he's not coach of the month. He's not averaging a triple double against them like he did <laughs> right. in yeah, 2007. Right. But I also, want, I want nothing more than Jason Kidd to be holding a cup of water and Tyler Hansel would just smack it out of his hand, look him in the eye and go, pick it up. Yeah. And Say what you will, that was, that was genius, man. I saw that, I was like... It was great, yeah. but fuck <laughs> that's my that's, kind of shit. That's his biggest contribution in the coaching annals of how like to, to be a coach. I was Two-time two time coach of the month, Jason Kidd. <laughs> I was you on know, Jason Kidd's side until the we tanked to get to the Raptors thing. So the Nets that's performed, well, that's ex- the Nets performed exceptionally well until like the last two weeks of the season, which it almost seemed like they were gunning forward oh. to play the Raptors. That... Yeah. If but that's I mean, not if that's on a chip on a guy like Kyle Lowry who you know uses everything, this they're gonna they have to come out there and just be like, listen, you you old fogies, pardon the expression, totally, we're gonna show you. Is this an ageist podcast? But here's the thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. and here's the thing, oh, yeah. you're right in that it's it's garbage to do that. But man, who would you rather play? Indiana, Chicago? Indiana, Miami, Chicago, or Toronto? For sure, that's fair. But that's fair. It's fair. I, I, I want no part of the Chicago Bulls. And ever. Like you, you heard you heard Masai Ujiri like talk about it kind of covertly, but I think they all are like, yeah, they Good. wanted us. Good. Yeah. We'll, and, we'll we'll take it. And I think the funny thing and the ironic thing is that Andre Blatch took exception. Terrence Ross a couple months ago doing a Reddit AMA 
some a fan asked him who he wanted to play in the playoffs, and he said the Nets. And everyone assumed it was because, you know, like they've got the old vets and the right. Hall of Fame, which he probably does want to match up with those guys. Andre Blatch, of all people, took exception to it and said a month ago, you know, be careful what you wish for, Terrence Ross, because, you know, you just might get us. The ironic thing is that now you have the Nets kind who of have complete, it, right? yeah, completely right. tanked to draw the Raptors. It's like, well, maybe you guys should be careful what you wish for. Because this isn't some, like run-of-the-mill shit seven seed that you guys are going to take advantage of. Like, the Raptors were better than you for the majority of the season. Yeah. So are you sure you want to play this game? I'm I'm just going to say, in all this talk, go Atlanta Hawks, because round two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, they got the heat in round two. Um, before we jump off the Raptors, the one thing I want to talk about is this, this is a big opportunity for my guy who made news recently. Drake? Jonas Valanciunas. Oh who was caught oh, drinking and driving oh, in Wasaga Beach <laughs> in April. Wasaga Beach? Wasaga? Same Wasaga Beach, right? Is it? Is there a difference? I think it's the same thing. Is this really what it's going to be? I think the cool, the cool, we always called it Wasaga, the cool, but I'm from The North. cool kids at prom called it Wasaga It was Wasaga in won, Toronto. Yeah. I don't know what it's yeah. in. We called it Wasaga. Okay. But we didn't go to Wasaga Beach. We were. So the whole reason how he was caught, he went to a drive-thru and the attendant at the <sighs> drive-thru window saw a bunch of beer and, and then called the cops and they found Jonas afterwards, correct? At his yes. house. Yeah, they went, they went, or wherever his And he played the place best, in Wasaga. Do you not get me wrong. Drinking and driving is a cardinal sin. You can affect so many lives. It's Terrible, but unless you're an that, athlete, and then it's apparently not so bad. But his 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 level of stardom did not carry to Wasaga Beach. I think you'd be amazed as how quickly you leave Toronto city limits, and no one cares you play for the. <laughs> nobody there, <laughs> nobody in that McDonald's drive-through gave a damn that Jonas nope. Valanciunas is the Lithuanian light light post for once the you Toronto get, Raptors. Once you get past Forest Hill, where the father of the family might own season tickets, the fact that you play for the Raptors means nothing. The OPP does not care you play for the Raptors. I would love to see. A Raptors player come to like meanwhile, Bruce meanwhile, County, where I, I grew up. I feel like there's a level of Raptors mm. player. Like Vincent is prime. I don't know. I no. think would be okay. I'm 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 from a small town in Midwestern Ontario. If Vincent Lamar Carter had driven drunk through our streets <laughs> in 2001, he would have been arrested. Meanwhile, Dave Boland can literally expose his genitals Absolutely. To on the street, no matter <laughs> where he is. Anywhere in the, the province. He's from Mimico. Uh, no, Anywhere in the province. David Clarkson, who could not have done worse. Literally could, took a piss on the entire city. He could literally, you yeah. could piss on the monument in the middle of oh, Hanover well, Times Square. Te- oh, a war monument too. That's <laughs> absolutely. A war monument. It's a cannon. It's, it's a cannon outside. for the fallen soldiers. Right. And we would go, man, can you believe David Clarkson was here? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta get to another thing quickly. But I want to. We obviously only talked about the Raptors for the first ten minutes. I, you know, I want to say this: Houston, Portland, to me is the. The, the series that I'm actually looking forward yes. to. Really? The, the West, so, the Western, Western Conference basketball the is so the good. Do you think Portland's just going to walk all over them? Uh, man, this, I don't I think, think anybody's don't, walking over anybody the West, in the West. The West is like the the, the graveyard of just amazing. Like there are so many good teams and matchups. Even it's amazing. Even, even Memphis, San Antonio. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I, I was going. You know, Zebo Zebo playing exceptionally well now. That clinching game against the Suns, where he turned it on. You're like, he still can do this. I'm afraid that's just because I love Memphis Tim, is playing OKC. I love Tim Duncan. Memphis so playing OKC. Much. Yeah, Dallas gets San Antonio. Remember, oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Correction. I take that back. I was going to say I'm afraid of Zach Randolph doing anything around Tim Duncan because I love. Tim yeah, see, I, that, the Grizzlies-Thunder series to me is the most interesting because you've got the Thunder, who are obviously one of the two or three uh, championship favorites. Mm-hmm. You've got KD playing just some of the best basketball we've ever seen, ever. period. Period, yeah, exactly. Uh, 
But the Grizzlies are really goddamn good. Like, this is a team that Marcus All missed the quarter of the season. Uh, I think they were four or five games under 500 in January and like five games out of a playoff spot. And they still ripped through the rest of the year to win 50 games and the seven seed in one of the best conferences ever. Yeah, they it's won two more games than the Raptors did. Yeah, and it's they're crazy. Like, the, it's the, the Western Conference in is the it's insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Who do you, who do you tip? Is there the Western Conference the, the, pers- the team to escape? From the West, I still pick the Spurs. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a Spurs, Popovich Cli- Spurs, Clippers, West Finals, Clippers. Yeah, Clippers, I, well, talking about war- matchups, Clippers, Warriors for see, a that's wow. a treat. It's a treat. That is a that's treat. Fun. Wow. And the thing is, those two, those two teams hate each other. I don't know if you guys heard. Like they, they do. Yeah. They, they, even on Christmas Day this season, so NBA teams before the game, like there's a chapel service that players. It's optional, obviously, if they want to go to, but the, the teams do it together because it's supposed to. You know, it's like. You're off the court. You're everything's this fine. It's about God, not not teams, <laughs> right? Like Christmas. Well, bigger than us. It's not Christmas. on Christmas, Jake, because <laughs> on Christmas, I'm a Jew. I'm the a Jew. Clippers <laughs> and Warriors refuse to do chapel service together. That's how much these That's guys fantastic. hate each other. The, the problem is Andrew Bogut's out for the Warriors. Yeah. Here's so. a question for you, Cash. If Kevin Durant continues the clip he's at, I know it's it's the playoffs. It's a little different, but if he's at that clip, can anyone beat the Thunder? Yes. One man does not make a team. In basketball, I feel like it does. Usually, but not LeBron proved the Heat proved it really doesn't though, does it? Sure, I guess the Cavs did. Too. The thing, yeah, and and the thing with Oklahoma City is their uh, their coach Scott Brooks. Not the sharpest. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if I can like I reserve clown for true clown. So I don't know if I can go full clown reference on Scott Brooks, but not the sharpest. If, tool. if Kendrick Perkins is still playing valuable minutes, yeah. maybe you're a clown. And, and so it's like clip say Clippers and the Thunder match up, right? Kevin Durant's playing out of his mind, but if you know if you watch the Thunder in close games, at the end of games their offense falls apart, it gets so stagnant and like Doc Rivers. Having seven games to, yeah. to, yeah. to yeah. game plan against that, I feel like the Clippers can beat them. We all say in uh, Miami, definitely coming out of the East. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody stopping I th- Indiana's Except Toronto. You know, Indiana has there's fallen this team, apart. Is, we are North, guys. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they have 30 yeah. million. RTZ, R- guys. Yeah. RTZ. The whole country behind us. You know, those, you know those guys in Whitehorse are really pulling for the Raptors. Totally. I, I will yeah, say, so. I do think the Raptors can beat anybody in the East that's not Miami. And that's the problem, right? Because if they had finished fourth and got Indiana in the second yeah. round, like, I think this team could have made the conference finals. Whereas now, it's like, come on, what's the ceiling? Whatever, it's the I mean, we've ever made. Yeah, I know, I know. It's to Wayne. jump all the way back to Raptors-Nets, uh, no matter what happens, I think there's sort of... I had to take a bit of a solace in, this is the beginning of the Raptors. Yep. This mm-hmm. is the fucking yep. end of the Nets. Yep. Yeah. This is it, right? This is their last ride, basically. Hold on, wait, so you don't think this team of, like, 82-year-olds... <laughs> you, you don't think in the... Oh, wait, that's right, they don't have a draft that's pick for right. the next five years. <laughs> this team, this team who eats dinner at 3 o'clock in the afternoon... <laughs> not, not only that, the being, being in the Raptors and the Nets, we were treating, like, four months, five months ago, we were treating this Raptors season as, like, the first year of a rebuild. Yeah. Now we're still in that rebuild with a third-place team. Because they, they've got... Three under twenty-five year olds in their starting lineup. They're starting two sophomores who are twenty-three and under. Their starting center is what just turned twenty-two a couple of weeks ago, and they won forty-eight games and had the best record in the East over the last. Four and years. half those guys are like legitimately crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. That's uh, that's our NBA preview. <laughs> Anybody have anything else that they, they want to throw in? Uh, no, not actually. You know what? Uh, outside of the the East, that matchup is Charlotte and uh, Miami. 
I, I pray. I'm just gonna say. I pray for Charlotte. I pray for them. <laughs> I pray for the city. I pray for the entire team. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be bad. I will say if Drake is not courtside, 12:30 on Saturday, Agreed. I'll be so disappointed. He's on, he he's on vacation with Rihanna right now, man. I'm I don't sure. give a fuck. They'll be back. Raptors in the playoffs. They'll be back. He has a section named after him. They'll be back. Four one six. Four one six. All right, folks. We're gonna be back. We're talking about uh, the Square FC, the controversial Square FC. <laughs> after this. Uh, we're back. Let's get into it. Joe Cash, as you, you couldn't even go through one segment without talking shit about somebody. Uh, famous mean streak when it comes to competitive sports. I'm going to lead this off. We're talking about the craziest thing you've ever seen or done while playing minor sports. We're talking like rep league. I'm going to go first because I know you guys have a ton of shit. I was in a ball hockey league. It was it was we were a, a sports a media team, so you can imagine how terrible we are. We're, we're a bunch of guys with no exercise of any kind. Never played the game. Never played, played anything, yeah. playing ball hockey. And our captain is this really gregarious, nice guy, really welcoming. Hey, guys, thanks for coming out. Really appreciate having you on. His, his girlfriend is the goalie. Really cool guy. Just the nicest guy I've ever seen in my whole life. The game starts. And th- we're talking like there's four levels, A, B, C, and D in this league competition-wise. And we're in D. We're at the bottom. This dude is the only player in the whole league to take penalties, <laughs> and he takes four in the first game, including third period. We're down, we're down seven nothing. I'm not even kidding, seven nothing. We're terrible. No one's in played the game before, and a guy's on a breakaway, and he comes from behind, two hands across the glove of this dude. Guy drops his stick, goes, "Oh my god!" Referee's like, "That's a penalty and a penalty shot." Dude flips his lid, <laughs> takes all his clothes off, <laughs> takes his jersey off, takes his pants off, takes his shoes off, in his underwear, storms off the ball hockey court. This is our captain, okay? Meanwhile, his girlfriend in that's like, what the hell I have, is going on? Her girlfriend is now like, I have to take a penalty shot because of you, <laughs> and we're going to be down four, uh, five on four for the next two minutes. He leaves, goes to the dressing room, changes into his regular clothes, and then attempts to climb the glass from the outside... To attack the referee for a penalty <laughs> that is absolutely warranted. That is my worst experience ah. playing uh, recreational sports. Jake, you got anything? Yeah, uh, I play every summer in a beer league softball league. So Crazy it's competitive. Exactly as competitive as it sounds. But it actually weirdly is. There's two or three teams, including ours, that gets really fucking into it. The beer doesn't help. That's sure. true. That's true. Um, are, you, are you saying alcohol is a, a fuel for irrational <laughs> thoughts? Is that? I think the rest of our team being high on weed was why we did it. Yeah. We were like, wow, this is crazy. Uh, so we have this one guy on our team. He's like, if not our best player, very close to it. Outside of the game, legitimately, as Zub said, like one of the nicest people I've met in my life. He's turning 33 this weekend. And he just gets... He's not mean compared to anyone but himself usually like he's very hard on himself when he fucks up like if he misses he plays he's our shortstop and he'll like dive all out for a ground ball and miss it and like with that no one else on the team would even have a chance at and throw his glove down and be like fuck it idiot and like it's <laughs> so mad but when he he doesn't talk shit to other people but if people talk shit to him it's like it's not a good scene last summer or sorry two summers ago uh we were playing this team and one guy, I can't remember the exact situation. We were down a couple runs, and one of the the outfield, the other team wasn't totally in position. And then the pitch was to one of a guy on our team, and he cranked it, 
but then the guy said on the other team said it was no pitch because he wasn't in position or something like that. Oh my! It was like total horseshit. And so the guy on our team got like understandably like relatively upset, but took it a little far. And they were screaming, going back and forth for a while. Whatever game goes on, we end up tying because of this. Game ends, handshake line at the end as there's every game. The guy who he's yelling at is I would say 21 years old, big fat guy. Goes, hey man, make sure you go to the gym soon. <laughs> this is a fat, large, like idiot, twenty-one year old. <laughs> and so the handshake line, he grabs his forearm and just pulls him in, and so they're face to face, and they're just like staring. I don't know what was said, but it, it must have been like I will. Just like, like Walter just, White, Hank Schrader in the yeah. garage here, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. And like a twenty-one year old, where like a large, like thirty-two year old man who's probably like I will fucking end you. <laughs> and they're just like face to face. Oh, that was exactly it. He goes. If you don't know who you're dealing with, <laughs> maybe you should tread, tread lightly. lightly. That yeah. scene was actually based on this game. Uh, and so they're just like face to face, and we're all saying they're just waiting for like the headbutt to happen. Yeah. And his wife is like sweet, nice, wonderful wife. It's like, just come on. Just, it's okay. <laughs> we still got to go to Home Depot. After and this. every time we play that team now, because there's only like eight teams in the league, so we play everyone like three times a year. Oh, every time we play that team, the guy is just like always like staring at him and just like, oh, I'm I, this summer, I'm like, if this comes to blows, like that kid is gonna lose, and so that we have a crazy guy on team. It'll be great. awesome, yeah. And so the spotlight turns. <laughs> uh, so I'll segue into so Cash and I play on the same. Uh, it's called Score FC. We play for the same soccer team, and uh, I've played soccer a bunch in my life, but I definitely stopped playing competitively for a while. I know Cash has definitely done the same, and he's a very good player. On the field, <laughs> Cash is devolves into this demon who's. <laughs> who is hell-bent on winning the game. And as a competitive person myself, I enjoy that, and I'm a big fan. I I have never seen, though, someone take it to the level where it's it's almost almost worthy of calling the police sometimes in the sense of, of what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And let's let's just relax and walk away. You know? This is this is a team that I think these are, they all know each other. They all they all speak the same language. They're from the same area, and they play soccer together. That's great. We've played them several times this season, and they have a penchant for diving. And when I say a penchant for diving. It's ridiculous. You have two hundred and sixty pound men falling down like just for nothing. Like they are watching professional soccer and being like, "This is what we do. It's rec soccer. Give me a break." One of our first encounters with them, uh, it was happening again and again. So Cash goes and gives, delivers a stern challenge. By stern, I mean you could hear it from a, the entire like dome we were standing in. It sounded like someone's leg was snapping. So the guy's like, "You tried to break my leg," and we're like, "No, no, man, we, he didn't do that. He didn't." Clearly, we all believed he did. Of course. So let's fast forward to this week, Monday, and the same team we're playing last game of the regular season. The diving is still there, and this team has their entire family, like sit, like kids, wives, they're all sitting <laughs> watching the game. Cash gets a penalty for for shoving someone down. <laughs> shoving <laughs> someone. It wasn't a penalty. I would say That's it was not, not a soccer play. <laughs> 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 if you play for Stoke City, it's a soccer play, but it's not. Yeah. So he shoves him down. Cash gets sent off for two minutes. Not happy about it. <laughs> after the game, after the game, Cash walks by the bench that consists of the <laughs> players, their children, and their significant others, and berates them for teaching their children a negative lesson about how to carry themselves in their lives. Fast forward a bit later, the convener was there. The convener said, you know what, you should report these guys for spirit points because... 
They are diving. It's egregious. Spirit points apparently matter in this league because we did report them as spirit points. We gave them zero. Because of that zero, <laughs> they that team did not make the playoffs. So, Joseph so, Cacciaro is the men. He is the Mario Balotelli of this <laughs> this team that we have, and we love him for it. But I would hate to play against. Him I swear, I swear, something up. Cash two leg tackled and almost cracked someone's leg, then berated their family, and that team yeah. got disqualified. Devang did leave out an important part when I cracked the guy in the leg for diving in that first matchup. Is that? While they were, while my teammates were trying to like play it off as like he didn't mean to, <laughs> I may have ruined things by getting up, walking up to the ref and their team, and saying, "At least now I gave him a reason to go down." <laughs> All right, that was one, and uh, they got disqualified. The guy's yeah. like, "I'm going to report you. I'm going to report yeah. you." We're like, "Well, maybe you should." I'm not. I'm not there sure was uh, there was an issue last session in in the first indoor session we played when I was kind of like jawing back and forth with the guy. And this guy, uh, his response was something like uh, to like watch my ankles because he's gonna end my night. Basically, threatening to <laughs> to to hurt to do me physical harm during this game. So I walked up to him, like looking like a nice guy, but then with like the most serious face of my life, just looked him in the eye and said, "I'll end your life." <laughs> That's he would. He would. And that's your name on it. The other thing Devane forgot is that this week when we played this Blues team again, uh, when I tackled the guy at the end of the game and then told him to get the F up, I did. Do you guys remember in the finals in 2001, I believe, when it was Sixers-Lakers and Iverson crossed over Tyron Lue? And then while Tyron Lue's on the ground because his ankles are broken, Iverson literally, like, steps over him in front of the <laughs> Lakers bench and, like, mean mugs. I did that to this guy this week. Like, I shoved him down, got a penalty, and then instead of walking around his lifeless body, stepped over it and told him to get the fuck up. Like, it, I don't. I don't take kindly to uh, to divers in indoors. And th- this guy had like 150 pounds on cash as well. <laughs> wow! Turned down for what? <laughs> I am speechless. That's amazing. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I feel like for people who don't know, Joe cash, cash is not 250 pounds. Cash is, <laughs> no. si- cash no. is my no. size. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm a solid five six. <laughs> Pushing 140 on good day. For all those interested, playoffs Monday night, 9 o'clock. Come protect us because I think someone will be waiting in the parking lot for us. I'm ready. Um, yeah, but no, but you guys were talking about crazy uh, crazy sports stories. I feel like he was game as this, These actually aren't mine. Um, when I played under 14 soccer for Scarborough Blizzard. Uh-oh. Uh, God. Yeah, so <laughs> representing those who don't know, yeah, I was born and raised and uh, grew up all my life in Scarborough. Played for Scarborough Blizzard growing up for a couple of years. And one of those years, under 14, we're playing in Uxbridge. Now, suffice to say, these kids in Uxbridge didn't take kindly to any Canadians that weren't pure Canadian. Mm. So if you were Italian, like we're talking even like, we're not just talking like visible minority. Like you were Italian, you were Greek, doesn't matter. They were, so they were going to... What is were, pure Canadian? Ra- <laughs> <laughs> they were going to be <laughs> racial... Pure bloods. <laughs> they were, were going to be racial slurs being thrown around Awful. at us. So anyway, uh, it got to the point, and reminder, we're 13, 14 years old. I'm wearing a knee brace at the time because I had had a knee injury and I scored a goal on this team and I think our team was killing them like 9-2 or something. So as I'm walking by the bench, like not saying anything, you know, we're not going to taunt them in a 9-2 game. Grown-ass man, their coach, okay, says to one of the players on their team like loud enough so that I and my team can hear almost like he's trying to be tough. 
says he's got a brace on. Just take his knee out. (laughs) Grown ass man, grown ass man, telling one of his players to take out a fourteen year old's knee. So then one of my teammates, he comes to my defense and kind of starts talking shit to this coach, almost success. Like, are you kidding me? You're gonna like threaten a fourteen year old? And then the assistant coach comes and backs the coach up and asks my friend Deggian if he wants to fight. Like, legitimately, (laughs) he's like, "Do you want to go right now?" My friend's like a bigger guy, he's built, but still, he was four. Team, and the two coaches were full out ready to have a tag team match with a couple of 14-year-old soccer players that were... When I'm a 38-year-old rep soccer coach, I hope I have the courage to challenge a 14-year-old to a fight. I'll be there with yeah, you, I for hope, sure. I, I can't hope. wait to just fight. I hope that's my so ceiling fight. in life. If, I can't wait to fight children and to pick, coach to, softball. If, if that coach is out there and listening, fuck you and fuck Uxbridge. Okay? <laughs> yeah. you know what's, I think they call it Fucksbridge for a yeah. reason, because it's garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. <laughs> you know what's sort of scary is that Canadians don't take soccer nearly as seriously as they take Oh, hockey. yeah. I was so, going to say, like, he was telling the story. I'm like, this sounds imagine? like every hockey story I, I've ever I, heard. I played for North Scarborough, not the Blizzard, and we had to. my mom and I had to drive a ref away from a game because he made a controversial call, call against Malvern, their team. And <laughs> their Malvern's parents, not a good <laughs> area. The parents of the it's kids chase this referee through the parking lot, and he's waiting for the bus, and we're like, get in the car. Waiting for the get bus. In, get in the referee car. Referee life. Get in the car. Drove him away? Wow. Jesus. Crazy. Well... You're not going to get any better than a, a ref running away from, from Malvern. <laughs> that is horrifying. Uh, we'll be right back to wrap it up with Sad Not Sad. back for everyone's favorite or maybe least favorite segment on the <laughs> podcast. I have no idea. Uh, sad Not Sad. It's become a bit of a tradition. Uh, Jake, would you like to lead off? Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with not sad. Not sad. Straight up. Jake Goldsby. I am not not surprised. Uh, This week was the Jewish holiday of Passover, Mm -hmm. as some may know. Uh, And for those who know me, I am not the most religious person in the world. In fact, I'm the opposite. I I consider myself, I don't believe in God, and I don't really consider myself a Jew that much (laughs) because I don't celebrate or do anything. Some would call um, him jew Ish. Yeah. <laughs> strong. Strong. Can we get a rim shot drop for that? He'll add it in. But uh, this year, I went to two Passover seders on Monday and Tuesday, one at my girlfriend's sister's house and one at my grandparents' house. And it was actually, like, my family's is very non-religious. Like, we download the thing from the internet and, like, it takes 15 minutes. We eat. My girlfriend's family is considerably more religious than I am. And it was kind of interesting for me to go with my, like, predisposition to being, like, anti-religion. And it actually turned to be really, really nice and really cool. And it wasn't in any way, like, trying to force a belief to my thought. Like, they're not th- those kind of people to begin with. But it was a really nice, interesting way to go about, like, ex- kind of explaining, like, rather than it being about the story of Egypt or whatever, it was like, what does it mean to you? And, like, we had, like, talks about that. And it and it, it's not going to change my opinion on like where I stand on religion, but it was a really nice, really lovely ceremony that I actually was thinking like I would look forward to doing that kind of thing again. And it just kind of was maybe it's just my own like pseudo bigoted idiot opinions, but it was kind of nice to be like, oh, this can be actually really lovely and really cool. And I thought that was a nice experience. You sound like a mature adult, and yeah. I am terrified. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? What is kind of making, what's I, going on? I just I just spent five minutes talking about how I threaten people's lives <laughs> on an indoor soccer field every Monday night, and then you come with this deep shit. Like, no, that's that's give, beautiful. Give me a week. Next week we go back to like, what's the dumbest thing you've done drunk yeah. in the city before? No, that's awesome. It's uh, I think at the at the core of all those sort of things that 
the goal is to establish community. Yeah. And to establish a, a connection with and just honestly, family and strangers. Hear, hear other people out because you don't have to believe in something to respect what they believe in, right? Exactly. Absolutely true. Right. For sure. Uh, Devang or I, I'll Cash. go. I have a sad. Sad. And it's a media sad. I'm not, so the, the CBC announced major cuts. I think Shaw Media also announced a lot of cuts. It's hard Shaw, I don't really, that's not really a thing. But CBC for me, <laughs> when I was growing up and when I still, when I wake up in the morning, I listen to Radio 1. I still watch CBC very, very frequently. What it's become is not what I think they want it to be. And I know that there's different elements of why that's happened. But when you have your national broadcaster cutting that many jobs and that many people who can't provide the service that I've come to rely on as a, as a, a kid and now as a, as a growing adult, and I use that term loosely, it's definitely it's a kick in the it's a kick in the teeth because I I think definitely the landscape of media is changing. We work most we media is everything in changing that, and we work. Some of us work for these companies, and it's like ten years down the road, fifteen years down the road, how different it will be. Not a, a vicious hellscape, but I think it'll be very very different. And it's it's sad to see it go down the tubes like this. Yeah, I don't think the institution of the CBC ever saw the two monoliths. That are no. Rogers and Bell coming because no. it's unbelievable. I also right? don't yeah. think a conservative government cutting yeah. arts funding helped them any bit at all. You look, you look at some countries in the world and what they spend on public broadcasting, and you compare it to Canada, and, and people rail on how many our tax dollars going to the CBC and how it's such a negative thing. Uh, take a step back. I think you, I, I think we have to realize that taxes are a thing that we deal with in Canada because we we enjoy a lot of a lot of great services. One of them was the CBC. Have they kind of fallen? Sure, but I think that. Uh, to throw it down the sewer, it'd be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Joey Cash? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say my not sad. Not The guests are never sad. Not sad. Yeah, sure. Aaron was very sad. That's <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm going to go not sad with this whole We the, Rapt- we the North Raptors yeah. campaign. And I got to tell you, look, a lot of sports campaign, like sports teams, campaigns, and promotions for their fans, they're pretty goddamn cheesy. They're Pesky corny. Sands. Yeah, they're... No, no, hey. hey We're a Chris line. We fucking, we fucking love you. Yeah, that, was, that was one of the few. Also, it's a bloody big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's, Company that's a good man. example. No, that's a good example. I like the way it's like everything sucks up the two our friends came up with. Yeah, yeah. Pesky Sands, bloody big deal. Those were great. Most of the time, sports promos for teams... They're incredibly corny. They kind of like make you feel nice about them, but you're almost embarrassed. Like, good example is uh, remember the for the Leafs a few years ago they had that uh, boats. No, no, no. Sea of blue. No, uh, the, the, Can- the Canada's team song. Oh, oh, yeah. this oh is Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. I know, I still sing that song. I like, I like the whole Canada's team thing. I like kind of annoying other Canadian hockey fans by using it, but really that song was cheesy, and like you couldn't actually get. You know, pumped for it. It's like it's like the Maple Leafs have a terrible marketing department or something. <laughs> yeah. But this We the North campaign for the Raptors, I freaking love it. Like everything about how it, well done was that video. It was That's amazingly well done. They and included I, to, like touches around the city, like yep. the uh, court at Jane and Finch with the graffiti in the background, the St. Jamestown court. Uh, they included Justin just like Darlington, who I don't know if you guys know him. He's like local legend, uh, like streetball dunker, some of the craziest dunks in the world. Has won contests all over the world. So they included like little snippets of the city. They had this guy playing streetball with a tat, a giant tattoo on his back that was just four one six, like across his Shawn back. Sean has got to be sitting there being like, "Come on, <laughs> couldn't guys. get a look, guys. Couldn't get a look." But yeah, my so, jersey's in Eastern Commerce. 
Hey, he was he was a legend there. And with Drizzy's silky bass bass undertones narrating. Yeah. You got you had the husky in there, which right. kind of teased us about right. oh, the husky's coming. But anyway, yeah, I just I loved it. I loved the whole Toronto Pride thing, and I love how they've turned they've flipped the script and turned the narrative on its head. Whereas it used to be there's this stigma about the Raptors, about being the lone Canadian team and how you're this kind of like outpost way up there. And Tim Lewicki came in and Masai Ujiri came in and this, and they said, you know what? Screw it. We are the only Canadian NBA team. Embrace we do it. play Embrace up north. It. We are colder than a lot of markets. Embrace it. We love being that team. We, we don't think it'll matter. Once we build a good program, players will come here anyway. And we're going to show them that it's actually amazing and unique to represent this team that represents a country. And I think the whole We the North campaign nailed it. It was amazing. So, yeah. I thought that, it was really that, that's my not sad. And that, that, that really campaign was, pardon me, it was pushed up that was yeah, a year and a half, exactly right? Was yeah, it was. Uh, 2015 was the yeah. like, launch date for that, and they became too good of a team. Yeah. That's well, pretty cool. I also like the fact that you touched on like the annoying Canadian hockey fans thing. I really don't like the you know it's Canada cheering for the team because it's Canadian in hockey. I think it's ridiculous. But maybe it's because they're the only one, or maybe because I'm biased. I don't know. It's probably both. But. Like, yeah, it, they are Canada's only team. They should be trying to corner that market and using that as... Yeah, and people people who shit on Toronto have to realize this is one of the more diverse, eclectic cities you'll have in this country by far, and maybe even the world. They embraced that, and they I think they showed that this is a... It's a different city, but it's a city that can, can join together, pardon the cliche, for certain causes. One of them is seeing their teams do actually well for once. Yeah, about that? we were saying over drinks, I think... Sort of the magic of the that giant Maple Leafs brand is not only do they have a giant group of people that love the Leafs, there's also a giant group that absolutely hate the Leafs and will do anything to separate themselves from that. And the Raptors and the Jays and Toronto FC have done an excellent job of capitalizing on, listen, we still got pride for the city and we still want to cheer for the sports teams, but the Leafs are fucking so garbage that they don't represent us at all. It's true. Almost every other team in the city does brand their marketing around the fact that it's Toronto. Like we are still Toronto's team. Yeah. And I think the Raptors probably at this point represent Toronto a lot better than, than the Leafs do. You go, you go to a Raptor game and see who's in the crowd and see the, the makeup of the crowd, and it's not your, it's not your Tuesday night game. It's Toronto. Game. It's, it's Toronto. No, it's no Toronto. Suits a, yeah. And it's disappointing because it, it almost seems like they priced out most of Toronto with its playoff tickets, and that'll happen. But that being said, the atmosphere at a, a Raptors game, that I think me and Cash went to go see the Pacers and the Raptors recently. Unreal. I, I haven't experienced something like that in a long time in the city. The thing I was going to add too, Azubs, you mentioned it with the with the or both you guys mentioned it, Jake too, about how the the promo was actually pushed up. It was supposed to go hand in hand with the 2015-16 rebranding, and they pushed it up because the team got so good. I also think part of them pushing it up, and it's like we said, I think it has to do with the fact that they kind of looked at this team and looked at what this campaign was supposed to. The statement it was supposed to make, and they said it kind of just fits. Like absolutely, you look at this team, and, and not that I think like they play a Canadian. I'm not going to be one of those guys to say, "Oh, they play a Canadian way." Yeah, Kyle Lowry's a, Kyle Lowry's a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm not going to be one of those guys. Is Doug Gilmore <laughs> right? Like you don't want to be one of those guys. But at the same time, they play with a chip on their shoulder. Kyle Lowry's got a chip on his shoulder for you know the way people perceived him for not making the All Star game. DeRozan has been slagged for years yeah. and is stepping up. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The other young guys. So everything about this team, just having that chip on their shoulder and doing what they did, I think that's what makes the campaign so perfect too because the whole campaign is about us having a chip on our shoulder for mm-hmm. the fact that we're seen as this like basketball outpost when we're actually friggin' passionate about this team. All right, and I will close it off. I have a sad. Uh, David Letterman is retiring, and that bums me out a lot. David Letterman is my favorite comedic voice of all time. Uh, this show, to a trained ear, all I'm doing is a really shitty David Letterman impression. <laughs> I would imagine if we were to get Eli to 
layer in Letterman laughing at his guests with me laughing at you guys, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> I've been watching Letterman since I was like seven years old. And do I watch Letterman every night now? No, I don't. But did I watch him every night between the ages of 10 and 17? You fucking bet I did. Uh, Letterman's the greatest. I know people are going to say, and here's the thing, people are going to say that Carson was better. And I'm going to have to do that to the next generation that are going to say Letterman isn't that good. But David Letterman is the fucking king. Uh, and I am sad to see him go, but I will be enjoying the next year of this broadcast. I am also very much a David Letterman fan. My two favorite things about David Letterman are his weird obsession with drums. Loves drums. It's, those are your drums? It does, it's, my favorite, it's, my favorite <laughs> video, it's my favorite video on YouTube. Yeah. I think it's the yeah. greatest thing. I don't understand it, but I think it's awesome, and I love it when he does it. My other favorite thing about Letterman is there was a few years back in like, like 10 years ago when Jon Stewart was really starting to pick up steam, Bush administration was going strong in the States, and like Stewart's The Daily Show was so critical of everything, and people looking at the late night guys being like, why aren't you, and like SNL, like, why aren't you guys as critical as Jon Stewart? And a lot of shows like SNL tried really hard to kind of emulate it, and it didn't work. Letterman did it perfectly, where he would just not touch it unless he had a guest on where he needed to go out. And that, a, was, and that was, as an interviewer, he was incredible. That Bill O'Reilly interview incredible. from like 2006 yeah. or seven yeah. with Letterman is one of the best interviews I have ever seen where he just was able to shed his like affable old time like comedian persona and just be like, what the fuck? And then in a second, back to being Letterman. It was yeah. amazing. I think the thing I always loved about Letterman is that when he's interviewing a celebrity or his guest, whoever it is, and it, I know this, it sounds ridiculous that this is the name that pops up, but seriously, if you go back and watch David Letterman's interview with Paris Hilton. Unbelievable. That's oh, prime, Paris that Hilton is prime Letterman. was just getting big. That's what I love about Letterman because whereas other talk show hosts, they would have made fun of her in a like jokey kind of like, but we actually were a fan and like, we're so yeah. glad you came. Letterman treated that interview as like, I don't give a shit who you he's are. An old, he's you, an old yeah, man. He treated that interview like, you've done nothing yeah. to attain this fame, and now you're going to try to like dodge questions about your prison and this. No, you came on my fucking show, and I'm going to ask the questions. If you don't like it, you can get the hell out. And to me, that's that interview is Letterman in a nutshell, because he didn't, he gave a shit about his product, and it and it showed, but he didn't give a shit about all the political... Being a yes, celebrity. Exactly. And he does that a lot. Like, he's going he openly the, Madon shit, the Madonna one. He the openly shits on one. the head of Viacom and the head of CBS on his show, because he knows. He's like, challenge me. Yeah. <laughs> what are they yeah, going to do? He, owns, he yeah. owns the major production company yeah. for CBS. What yeah. are they going to do to him? One of the first things that I did on the internet when the internet was a thing was go back and watch Letterman from the late 80s, early 90s. And I've been doing it a lot lately. Man, it's sublime. Dropping TVs off the roof, crushing <laughs> things with stream rollers. Like, it's, he's the reason that your favorite comedian finds what they find funny. He had John McEnroe serving a tennis ball off a roof yep. several times. <laughs> I also enjoy Also, David Letterman, Worldwide Pants, produced Ed, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So That's right. Shout out to Worldwide Pants. All right, that closes off Sad Not Sad. We're going to come back. We have one more special segment for you guys. It's a double show, sort of. Stick around. We're back. We got a special extra segment. We have another extra special guest stopping by. We're going to play a game for the first time in the history of the of the podcast. And purveying the game is uh, the man who was making gifts before making gifts was cool. <laughs> making gifts is cool? Uh, no. But it was <laughs> once. It was. <laughs> to some people, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> NASCAR writer and good friend, Scott Johnson, is here. Scott, how are you? What's going on? It's great to see you. Uh, Scott, for those of you who don't know, 
move to North Carolina instead of dealing with the Toronto winter. Kudos. Full, full smart, time. smart man. I mean, it was mostly to cover NASCAR for here at the score. But, That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I get to get rid of, get rid of that weather. Uh, I heard you guys had a pretty shitty winter. It's, been, it's still happening. I don't know if you've been outside. <laughs> three degrees. Next, next, two, next 14 days, all above 13 degrees. I have three golf games scheduled in the next eight days. Yeah, that makes sense. So it better happen. Here in Toronto? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Blue Mountain and Scarlet Woods. And a you tournament. should be okay. I mean, Maybe wear a sweater. It'll be, it'll be chilly. Anyway, fun, yeah. this isn't about when I'm going golfing, because <laughs> if it was, you guys wouldn't be here. It would be me talking to my friend. Uh, no, we're going to get right into it. Scott, explain the game. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. We are going to play 11 uh, end music from 80s sitcoms, and you have to guess what show it's from. This is excellent. So this right. is basically you mean when, like credits music, right? Yeah, yeah, basically when the credits are rolling, this is the music that's playing. So there's going to be 11 total, and what we're going to do is we're going to go, we're going to play one song. You're going to have to write it down, and then we'll go around for the three of you, and then we'll take score from that. For those of you who don't know, Scott uh, made an excellent post recently, the top, uh, what was the top 10 90s sitcom basketball players. This is stuff you do when uh, you wake up at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Urkel was underrated on that. Joe Cash gave Urkel the bad. Loose handles. Man. But he, 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 he could, dribble, high dribble. He could move dribble. the rock, though. He could. Anyway. Well, he had Eddie, though. Let's get it going. It's funny that he scored all those points, and then the next episode he's still benched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I disliked all the, uh, the shitting on Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here comes number one. Let's do it. Remember this is from the eighties. I think. I oh think. shit! <laughs> oh man, Jake wasn't born in the eighties. Yes, I was. <laughs> I know that tune too. So should I go first? I think man, I'm so. I think. Hold on, you got to write it down first. Okay. Just, just I, yeah, yeah I'm writing mine okay. down because. Okay. Yeah. okay. Jeez, I'm so mad. I'm gonna get that wrong. I'm so yeah, mad. Me too. Okay. All right. You guys, you guys have your written down. Yeah. Yeah. Jake doesn't have his yet. No, I'm I'm passing. Okay. Passing. That's a zero. Cosby Show. Right. God, I don't want to talk about it. What do you have, Zeus? Family Matters. I knew that was Cosby. I knew it was Cosby Show. I knew it was Cosby Show. All right, so the bang is embarrassing. I'm going to get zero on this. Jake, nothing. Zeus, nothing. (laughs) All right, here comes number two. It is so much fun watching you guys totally stumped. Like in any other situation, you'd know what it is. Yeah. Time to do, 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 do. Close. I watch way too much TV. <laughs> Devang's got them all. You get that, that right, right away. Yeah. Okay. okay, I can hear it. Have you written it down? Oh you man, I am embarrassed right now. Uh, that's um, that is. I like that show too. Is the problem? Are we allowed to give a hint or something? No, give me no, no, no. Eli, you know it. No, I know what it is because I know I can see the name. Give me something. I can't give you a no, 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 that's, that's not fair. Were the, were the PJs in the 80s? No. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate's going to be so mad at me. He's going to get all these. No, everyone's going to be, like, be so mad at me. Uh, all right, time's up. Time's up, time's up. <laughs> I believe that was Family Ties. No. Oh. What? Oh. What? No. Empty Nest. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, wow. Jake, any guess? Uh, Charles in Charge? No, no, no. No. What no. was it? Yeah, go ahead. Who's Bye. the boss? Who's the boss? Oh, wow. fuck you, Ted Dan. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking. Okay, okay. All right, so still, oh. Devang has one. Oh for two. I'm bad. This, this is not good. Bad. All right, yeah. so All right here comes. You were so sure that one time. I was. Next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Thank you for being a friend. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So we all know this one, right? Yeah. Hold on, let's go around. Absolutely not. You guys all have it written down? I do. Okay. I do. Uh, Vang is covering his answers. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. Like, <laughs> you, you knew the lyrics and you still don't know what <laughs> <I> show is? <laughs> it's, uh... I'm writing something down, but I think It's I'm whatever DeVang's about to say. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's uh, not go with DeVang. You, know, you know the problem is? Is I've smoked so much weed that every single thing, they all, <laughs> it's all insane. one show. I associate, I associate them all with, the, with like, the credit sting, and without that, I'm ruined. It's all one show to okay, me. Hold on, let's go with Jake. Let's go with Jake. What do you have? No, let's go with the man first. No, he's going to say it. I know. Okay. I know. I have it. Yeah. Okay. I have it written down. Let's let the man go first because he knows the Golden answer. Girls. Golden Girls. Oh, oh yeah. No, I totally I'm, had that. I'm wrong. Um, Edit that down. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the I know the lyrics. Doesn't yeah. that count? The man rolling through with two. All right, here we go. Next one. This whole podcast is so we never have to seem smart, and now <laughs> this, is, this is watching TV Chopolis way. Oh. Too oh my god. Fucking hell. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. That looks like one word. Is it? Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, I'm wrong. <laughs> shit, I'm wrong too then. I'll just, I'll just cross shit. out my answer then. You're, you're right if you just wrote down the first word of the title. I had, I had Roseanne. <laughs> no. Oh, but I could say you might think that's Roseanne. I'm, give me, give yeah. me one. I feel like Roseanne had a lot more harmonica. Well, like, hold on. Should we play it one more time? No, no, no. I, think, I know it. Give me one. Fuck. This is the show with the voiceover of Fred Savage oh. and... So, oh, Wonder oh, Years. Well, Wonder, Wonder Years. Years. Is it Wonder Years? It was yeah. Wonder Years. Oh, see? Uh, but who gets that point? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, no one. Okay. I don't this take is it. This garbage. I don't take <laughs> I'm playing so poorly. Yeah. All right. I got this. I have this I was so confident that one too. I wrote down. I was like, <laughs> yes. I was like, ah. What did you write down? Wait, what did you write down? Uh, we'll get to it later. <laughs> <laughs> there are four letters. There are four letters that cannot be a show. This is just people being bad at It's just the word fuck. I got this. I got this. We got. I got number five. Here we go. All right, here we go. Man, people love saxophone back in the day. Oh, man, there's heavy sax. Heavy <laughs> sax on this one. Right, this is not the right I've answer. I've got a guess and I'm Fuck. wrong. I have a guess and I'm wrong. I'm guessing step by step. This one's tougher. This one's tougher. You'd have to Can really be a fan hit? of the show. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm erasing step by step then. Uh, yeah. It's clearly Can not that. one hint. Stand. Now I forget. How about this? Yeah. Here, I'll give you this, this hint. I know it's standing tall, right? Don't be ridiculous. Oh! Perfect, perfect, perfect <laughs> strangers. Yeah! Uh, I didn't have that. I had Sweet Valley High. Was that Sweet Valley High a show? Was that a show or a book? It was a book. I'm taking that as a point. Okay, Zeebs gets one. I almost <laughs> thought that Balky, Balky, yeah, in yeah. The, the upper echelon of of sitcom stars. I feel like before, I, I before every too single happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking threw my hands in the air <laughs> before everyone is played. I feel like we're all just like, come on, something we know. <laughs> uh, I'm mad I didn't get Golden. How many Girls. is that so far? Yeah, me five? too. That's five. That's five. five. I'm over. I'm mad because I knew the lyrics to Golden Girls and didn't get the answer. <laughs> all right, next one. Oh fuck you! Oh, I don't know what this is, but I love it. I do know this. See, that's a funky bass. Mm. You just gotta play that again just for the, the hell of it. Yeah, play that. that one more time. Play that one more time. The double shot power. Here we go. Here it comes again. Oh man, that's nice. Listen to that bass. I'd ride to that. Mm. 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 That drummer is doing work too. 
It sounds like the NHL Center Ice uh, <laughs> game coming up music. I've got to guess I'm wrong. That's, uh, I guess, Night Court. Ooh. No. Oh, I'm going to go off. I have Moonlighting, but I think I'm wrong. I'm going to go with... I uh, can't believe you guys don't fucking know this song. Is that when Family Matters? No. I just keep guessing Family Matters. <laughs> Isn't Family Matters 90s? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe th- maybe that's the issue here. Come what on. Did, uh, now I need to. What was? What it? would we do, baby? Oh my God! Without love, you don't know it. What would we do? If family ties. It was. No. That's embarrassing for you. Oh. <laughs> I, get, I get one of the words right. <laughs> I was Alex Keaton, man. That was him. That was. Oh, that's clearly, cool. clearly. That's, yeah. When him. you were four, that when the him. show was that on. Was him. <laughs> that's devastating. All right, here comes the next one. Coming up sometime in a second here. Uh, is it six? Seven. 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 Oh, I got one. Did you expect? <laughs> I'm so wrong. <laughs> so good. My my guess for this so is also night. Court. I also guess night court. Night court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five for us. Uh, fuck yeah. In my opinion, the best theme song of all time. That was amazing. Time. Yeah, that's good. I and, one, t- and one of so the best. You, you, I, I guess TJ Hooker. You heard how similar, though. Those last <laughs> oh, yeah, two ones yeah. are very, oh, very, very similar. similar. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'm grooving But in the 80s, there are a lot of bass, a lot of saxophone. No yeah. doubt. Mean and Zoobs. I don't know. This is not good. I'm taking a hit here. Seven. So this one, this is number eight. Numero eight. All right. Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah, if you don't know this one, you don't get this one, you're out of the game. Get the fuck out. Uh, on three. One, one, two, three. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, one. I feel so much better for getting one. I'm making so your way in the world today takes everything <sighs> you, you got. got. All right, here we go. Next Bang, song. The has got four. Next three. song. This is number nine. I'm going to come from behind and win this. Oh, oh fuck. As long as we got each other. Full house? Oh, wow. Jesus. Can we give a hint for that yeah, one? Yeah, give me a hint. Hit me up. Alan Pick. Oh, that's. Oh. Uh, oh, my God. Come on, you know it. With the things. Uh, uh, <laughs> with uh, the guy, the crazy guy who's became religious now. He's yeah, Kirk yeah, 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 Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron. Uh, that's. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my man. god oh, oh man It's not step by step No 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 no, no. Step, by step. step by step Step by step's knocked me Day oh, by uh, day uh, Oh man Oh this is so Very big. painful Growing pains There you go uh, <laughs> There are people Listening to this Just screaming at us <laughs> 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 Fuck are you, are you claiming the point for that? I'm, I'll get debating the point for that. Okay. You like gave me a huge hint, though. Right, yeah, that right. was a big hint. Well, I mean, we, we all listened to it and didn't hear it. <laughs> what, what number is this one? Ten? Uh, this is number ten. Devank and Clint. sang along. Devank can win right here. We all, right, here all we sang along to that song. You didn't fucking know it. Here we go. That's twice now I sang along and had no idea what the song was. <laughs> We're all being the same. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard this three times. I love those electronic drums. Uh, I will save the drama and not guess this because I don't know it. I don't know it. I didn't even I know even these last this. two. I didn't even know them. I even forgot this one. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it should be easy. I'm going to go uh, Charles and Charlie. <laughs> Anybody? No? I got no guess. I'm going to... I mean, no. <laughs> the show... I don't even remember the show. Give me a break. Wow. Well, mm, no, I don't. Oh, wasn't that Michael J. Fox? No, no. No, that's... No. 
Wait, wasn't Give Me a Break the one with the uh, it's a Kit Kat that guy's name? And he was like, <laughs> was like it's the a guy who lived upstairs was like a like a contractor or a plumber or something. And they made a lot of shitty shows. Eli, Eli, you're, you think of Home Improvement? No, that's Home Improvement. Is that, that was show. the one about the Coke dealer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, last one. Here we go. Here we go. I don't. If any of you get this, I'll I give you ten dollars. Like I should have started guessing shows from like last year. Here we go. Oh, this is Everyone Loves Raymond. <laughs> this is like a video game. <laughs> so this is Sonic yeah. uh, Green Zone Act 3. <laughs> Contra. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, this just sounds like it could be an 80s show. It Takes Two? Is that... Oh, no? no, no, no. Okay. And no one's going to get this one either. Yeah. It's not so, Charles in Charge? Nope. It's not, it's not Everyone Loves Raymond? No. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Silver, Silver Spoons, Spoons yeah. Uh, Actually, that's Alfonso Ricky Schroeder, Schroeder baby. Yeah. There well, we go. The Ricky with the Schroeder. Win. That's hey. right. The bang wins. They almost got you. Got almost nearly half of them. Five. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, Jake. Beating I, one. I really should have gone to the bullshit guesses. <laughs> like, question, <laughs> question three on should be like, oh yeah, no, no, that's twenty-four. <laughs> Scott, how long are you in town for? Uh, I leave Monday. Fuck. Yeah. I'd love to do it again with '90s shows. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. That'd be that'd be a tough. Next time I'm in. Next time I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. Well. You have a sad or not sad thing you want to say, and then you got, and you got to get up your chest. No, actually, I was listening to the Stoughton one, and he's kind of right. I'm kind of happy about everything. Right, you live in a paradise. A fucking woman I got, I got a new, I got a new sad. It was that fucking. Game. <laughs> 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 not, not sad. This is going on the, this is going on the resume, guys. <laughs> no, don't go. Not sad is uh, living in the south. Fuck. Watching NASCAR. Imagine if Cash was here and he got a bunch of them, it'd just be fucking unbearable. I've been I don't think Cash was, Cash was like twelve. I've only ever vacationed <laughs> in the South, but man, every time I go there, I'm like, I should stay. Yeah. Best best fast food in the in the land. Best food. The women call you honey or sugar, yep. and they they like blue glass. Unironically, everyone's really cool with you just drinking <laughs> bourbon all day. Oh, yeah. moonshine, moonshine. Can't it's always fair. nice out. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to my shitty apartment and <laughs> <laughs> stare at the snow. Go, I'm going to go pay $7 for a Coors Light. Yeah. Well, Scott, thank you very much for thank that. Thank you. Appreciate that was tons it. of fun. Thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime, my man. It's great. Devang and Jake, always great. And thank you, listener, for listening to Sports <laughs> Bell for show. the last hour. We appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Sports Bell.